In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who tells us, do not be afraid. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, you might know Earl Stephens if you've lived in Tallahassee for a while. Earl Stephens is uh, sort of like the, the guy who's right over me in church hierarchy. He's called the circuit counselor. He's the guy who's... Um, kind of in charge of the seven churches that are around this one. And so he's the guy that's directly above me. And Earl has, if you ever go over to his house, he's got this great little Jack Russell Terrier. And if you've ever seen these dogs, they're just kind of little tiny dogs. Not quite as tiny as a Chihuahua, but getting there. Um, But they still have a lot of attitude, even though they, you know, aren't that big. And in fact, Earl's dog kind of walks around like he's this alpha male. Um, And he pretty much has decreed, this is my house, Earl, this isn't yours. And he walks around and and he's basically taken over the house. And Earl says, it's just this funny thing to see this little dog who is really, honestly, very powerless compared to everybody else who lives in the house. But he has decided that... He's in charge, and that nothing scares him, until, until it's a night like some of the nights that we've been having here in Tallahassee. Until it's a night when all of the sudden, out of, you know, a little bit farther out, you hear a rumbling start. And you hear a rumbling get a little bit louder and you hear finally that become this thundering sound and at that point this Jack Russell Terrier who who has decided that he is in charge that he is scared of nothing becomes very afraid and in fact he'll run around the house very afraid until he finds Earl Until he finds Earl, and then he will climb up into Earl's lap, and he will sit there and shiver in fear and fright until the storm is gone. What makes you shiver with fright? What scares you? So much that when you think about it, you are distracted. What scares you so much that when you think about it, you try to think of something else that you can think about so that you don't have to think about that thing? Probably for everybody in this room, there's something like that. Whether it be like one of the things that the kids mentioned in the kids' sermon, whether that's, you know, you just can't have, uh, have a spider in the room because that'll just freak you out. Or whether that's something more like death. Or the death of a loved one. Or the possibility that some relationship in your life might fall apart. Or maybe you're here today just because the one thing that scares you the most is this idea that there is a God and that He might be holding you accountable to something. And so you're here trying to figure out how that plays into your life. Jesus tells His disciples, Have no fear, 
little flock. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And we kind of like him to just stop there, wouldn't we? That would be great. In fact, we're going to sing a song a little bit later where it pretty much does just stop there. Have no fear, little flock. Have no fear, little flock. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. But he goes on in this gospel lesson. And it's it's kind of strange, honestly. Because he starts off with, have no fear, little flock. And then he continues on and says, sell your possessions. Give away everything that you have. Make for yourselves purses that will not wear out. Which, honestly, maybe that's something that really scares you. I mean, wouldn't it? If I were up here and I said, okay, everybody, um, uh, we have to have a talk. Uh, I know that you've been Christians for a while. But, you see, we just found this thing in the Bible that says, um, have no fear, little flock. And then, we've been focusing on that, but sorry, uh, we forgot about this part that says, everybody here, you have to sell everything that you've got. Give it to the poor, otherwise you're not getting into heaven. Your house, your car, the food that's in your house, you have to either sell it or give it away. You can't have it anymore. That would probably be a little bit frightening to us. But of course, we kind of feel like we have possession over things even that we can't necessarily buy and sell. We have possession over those relationships that God has given to us. Those relationships that we have with our father or our mother or our loved one. Or whether it be a child in your life or whether it be somebody who's more of a significant other. That What if you had to give that up? Well, even beyond that, what if... I said you had to give up your life. What if I said, after church today, we're, um, we're, we're all going to line up and there's going to be some fairly nasty people in the parking lot and they're just going to mow us down? I agree. It wouldn't be good. It's, in fact, a scary thing when Jesus says those things. And for him to start this off with saying, have no fear, little flock, seems a little bit strange. Because then all of a sudden he says, here are some things to be afraid of. Here are some things that you should be held accountable to. But we're going to see how that works out. And we're going to see it firsthand today. When little Evan Evan there gets baptized. How this works out is that God takes you. You the person who, honestly, you should be scared. You should be so scared that you are like that little terrier that's in Earl's arms that's just so afraid that he's shaking. That's how afraid you should be because you should be giving up everything that you own. You should be giving up every relationship in your life. You should be giving up even your own life. That is what a righteous God requires of you. But Jesus loved you so much 
that he said, let me trade with them. Let me exchange my life for theirs. I've done nothing wrong. I have lived completely innocently. I have never committed a sin. And these people, they commit those sins every day of their lives. Some of them even every hour of their lives. They commit those sins. But I love them. And I want to trade my life for theirs. I want, when I come back, I want to be like the master who comes and finds his servants prepared. I want to be that master who sits down at the table with his servants and serves them. Just as he did for his disciples when he knelt at their feet and he washed their feet. You see, it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Not because you're so good, not because you followed the things that He requires of you righteously, but because Jesus did those things. Because Jesus gave away any possession that He might have had, including even the possession that He had to stand in judgment over us. He gave that away so that you could live. All of those relationships that he made while he was on this earth, he realized that he had to give those away. And he did give those away as he was up on that cross looking down at all of the people that he had had relationships with that turned away from him, that abandoned him, that left him. He gave those away. And finally, He gave away His very life. So that you could have that life that was in Him. So that He could take the punishment of death that is yours and make that His. It's this amazing thing called the Great Exchange. And in this great exchange, on that cross, Jesus became the punishment of sin. Jesus became sin, in fact, Scripture tells us. On that cross, Jesus took your sins upon Himself. That was His end of the exchange. Your end of the exchange is right here. You come into God's kingdom. God gives you His kingdom by going through the same thing that Jesus went through. When He was at the River Jordan and John the Baptist baptized Him. That's why we're baptizing little Evan today. Because of that great exchange that happened. Because Jesus took little Evan's sins and your sins, and He died as the punishment for those sins. And you get to enter into that kingdom through such a seemingly 
small act as water being poured upon your head and the words being recited, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.